Welcome to another edition of the High Running Podcast. We back after a couple weeks off. You know, motherfucker was dealing with the the COVID, so I had to, you know, quarantine and, mm-hmm. and, and quarantine my kid at the same time. So I'm sorry, y'all. I've been out for a while, but we back again. It feels good to be back. Make sure you go follow us at um, HNS420 on Instagram, HNS420 on Facebook and Twitter as well. Follow our blog spot, politicinform.com. And also our YouTube channel, Politic and Broadcasting. We got a special guest today, my man Maserati Blue. Yeah, yeah, Mazi, yeah. What's, what's, good, man? what's happening with you? Man, thanks, man. Thanks for having me, bro. It's a pleasure. No problem, man. Thanks for coming on, man. First of all, man, how was the traffic and, and getting here, man? How was that? Oh, man, you already know it's unspeakable, man, especially with the heat out there, man. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. I'm already knowing, man. I'm already knowing. I'm glad you made it, though, bro. Yeah, man. So, we in Riverside Studios every Wednesday and Thursday for our artist interviews, and we have a Riverside native. Yes, sir. So I want to ask you, I'm going to jump right into it. What was it like growing up in Southside Riverside? Man, it was crazy, man, because actually it's like, it's not, it's like, it's not the ghetto like you would think, you know what I'm saying? It's actually very uh, diverse with uh, different ethnicities and stuff like that. So I grew up with all type of different races. I grew up with a lot of Mexicans, uh, everybody, Asians, everything, really. <laughs> so like, Riverside, you grow up with a little bit of everything, but it's still middle class. And you know what I'm saying? Even though, like, you may have lived there and was able to live at that time in a middle class neighborhood, like, that don't mean, like, you were struggling, not struggling inside your it's household. That part. That part. So, yeah, I mean, it was cool. It was safe. It wasn't like living in Watts or somewhere like that. So, like, I could go outside, but that still didn't change, like, my everyday living situation and stuff right. like that. You feel me? Right. No, that's deeply understood. That's yeah. deeply understood. I, I wanted to definitely ask that because for some reason, you know, every area has a struggle. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? You you have areas, of course, everybody want to compare everything to right. Scene, exactly. Right, 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 right. We ain't going to do that. Yeah. But that don't mean that I don't got to struggle just like you because yeah, yeah. I'm in a different region. No, definitely. It's like different types of uh, dangers and different yeah. type of struggles anywhere you go, you know what I'm saying? You could, I know people that live in mansions, but that are poor as hell. You right. know, they're, they're just trying to keep that. Take the phone. You know what I mean? And they're just trying to keep what they got. You right. know what I mean? And they don't have no food. They you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So right. it, it really don't matter where you are. It's, it's, it could be the slums in your household. Like, right. You know I mean? so, it could. You're right. That's a good really. perspective, man. Because like, like you say, you can have all the bread. But like you said, within the household, yeah. could be some bullshit. For real. You know, divorced parents or parents that whoop each other ass, right. and you know all type of different shit mm-hmm. going on. So that's that's good perspective, man. Yeah. So t- let's take it back to two thousand five. Yes, sir. Fresh off a of prison bed, man. Uh, you and your 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 childhood friends formed a group. How did y'all make that happen? How did y'all come together on that? Man, it kind of like just started from like rapping at school, lunchtime type shit, right? And then, but obviously, like, you know, you go through life, you start meeting people that, yeah. you know, when yeah. you do something, I always tell anybody, when you do something, you start to meet like people, right. you know, in that Facts. sense, you know Facts. what I'm saying? So, obviously, we do music, we start meeting people, we just start bringing people in, like, oh, you dope, and we, we brought them in as family, it's like we're all cousins, you right. know what I mean? Even though one of the people is like my cousin, and then, you know, the other dude was like my cousin, but anything that we... That we bought in was like family, so right. we all rap, we rap together. Anything we did, it was kind of like hard to even do anything by yourself because yeah. 
niggas wasn't gonna let you. They was like, oh, nigga, I'm all on that. You come back, everybody on your shit. Like, you man, feel me? Man. So, you know, that we just rocked together. That's how it was. You feel me? Right. So, back then, starting a group, you know, as you know right now, being an individual artist yeah. and being in a group are two different things. Man. You know what I'm saying? Because you, like, compared the two. Yeah, definitely. Um, when you when you're in a group, one the good thing about a group is kind of it's kind of easier because you know it's the, it's the lighter lighter load. You know right. what I'm saying? You don't have right. to you know think about a hook all the time. You don't always have to come with a full verse maybe all the time. Right. And sometimes you don't have to come with two two verses. You know what right. I'm saying? Like that. Right. But then also on the back end of that is if you're a part of a group, it kind of stagnates. Uh, if that's the correct word, but slows down the process of your own individual creativity. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's what I that's what kinda of led me to start doing music by myself. Right. Was just cause, you know, I like I had to continue doing music. There was right. no in between, you know, right. for me, you know what I'm saying? So right. that was that was a big difference to me. That's the big plus of doing music by yourself is that you have more control of your creative uh thoughts and your work ethic could be way more stronger if that's what you want you know facts facts so on the business side too like was there any differences like on the business side of it you know being in the group and being uh, the group? i mean we're all brothers so it's just like anything else like yeah. if, there ain't, if there ain't enough uh cookies in the damn bar you know what i mean like we all argue about it then right. we figure it out and then we yeah. move along you know what i'm saying so it was more like we're so close in like family there was never like no discrepancies on no business type. Anything that we always did was like we always moved on the same accord. If we was gonna do a show, we was all gonna do a show. If we was gonna do a song, we was all gonna do a song. We like the beat, we was all gonna do the beat. You know what I'm saying? There was never no like hate or anything like that. Right. It's just really the only reason why niggas start doing music separately is just because you know life. You know life pulls right. people away in separate ways, right. and it's, it's either you gonna sink or swim. You know you gonna keep creating or you not. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so. You know, regardless that I'm by myself, I kept creating. You know, right. regardless that my other partners they by themselves, they kept creating to create. You know, right? That's why. So, yeah, but y'all remain cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, you got your own thing. Yeah, definitely. Got it. Got it. So switching gears a little bit, growing up, as you mentioned, yeah. it's such a multi, you know, uh, cultural and diverse community. Mm -hmm. How do you think? How does it? How does? What's the energy like in that community? when certain things like social injustice pop up like you know last year we have the pandemic and shortly after that we have the george floyd mm -hmm. and other stuff coming out how does the community um, you know what i'm saying i can't honestly when i still live in south side riverside i stay in san Bernardino right now mm -hmm. but when i stayed in south side riverside it really wasn't a lot of that stuff going on besides when i was a kid and uh Right. I think it was. Uh, was it I think it was Taisha Miller. Right. I think that was like right. a big thing at that time. Right. But other than that, there really wasn't. Yeah, it really wasn't publicized. We didn't have the internet yeah, like that. It wasn't media. like yeah, it wasn't like all this stuff. So you really didn't know. Right. And especially when you were a kid. Like, right. Like at this time, kids know everything that's now going on. Know everything. When you were, when we were young. We didn't know about sure. nothing but what was going on outside, right. or what came on on, on the news. On the if you were allowed to see in there you. with your parents and watch the news, yes. bro, you didn't yes. know nothing about nothing. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really couldn't say. I remember though growing up and like being played like on numerous occasions playing with my friends and stuff right. like that. Right. And oh, I can't come outside because uh, you know my parents say uh, they I can't play with you no more because you're black. Yeah. Or, you know, or yeah. uh, go over there and. You know, I'm a badass kid. I yeah. go knock on the door over and over again, trying to get my homie to come out or whatever. And his dad chased me out. Oh, you know, you nigger. You know, yeah. like, oh, 
you know, as I'm a kid, you know, that, I dealt with that, that type of stuff because, you know, obviously there's so many, and these were like, and that dude was like Romanian, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how diverse, you that's know, crazy. Southside Riverside was. It was just like, it, on that street, it was just so many different races, like, you know, yeah, yeah. Pisces, uh, essays, yeah, uh, Romanians, uh, like, the white dudes across the street, they were Hungarian, and they weren't even, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's, just, that's how it is. Uh, my homeboy lived up the street. His family's African, like you know what I'm saying. Like, so that's just you know. It was like I feel like Southside Riverside is a place where if you were, you weren't rich but you weren't poor, like that's where you that's where you landed, like right. you know what I'm saying. Right. And that, you know, I think that's a good thing to be real with you because you know where I went to school at. Um, I I'm trying to I, correct me if I'm wrong. If y'all see me on here, y'all be like, you lying? <laughs> I'm not. I'm, y'all just swear I remember it. I only remember probably like six white people at our school. Yeah. <laughs> we got Facebook and I was going through my friends list and trying to find them. Like, damn, like, I don't remember more than like five or six, but it was mostly Mexican, black, yeah. and Asian. Right, 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 right. But I had my own set of white homies from the other side. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? It was different. But at the school I went to, it wasn't that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black and Mexican, so. Yeah, right. You know, when you're used to that, it's hard to, like, yeah, roll around some other shit. It's hard to really adjust because you don't know anything else. Well, yeah, that's that's how it was in Riverside, too. It's like, at my high school, mostly black and Mexicans. But you had, the white people was tough, too. Like, you had a gang of white people. Yeah. Everybody know about Riverside white people. They with the shit. Right? <laughs> you know, they know. They ain't no regular white, white people. They different. You know what I'm saying? Riverside white people. They different. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they, they, you know, they help their own, they do their, their thing, but, you know, those Mexicans and blacks, they'd be like little riots, yeah, you know, all yeah, that stuff, you yeah. know, there's always that tension, you know what I'm saying, yeah. especially in Riverside. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, what new perspective did you gain, you know what I mean, when you went away the first time, like, being in there and all the shit that go on, what, what, what did you come out with a new perspective on? The first time? I kind of, I ain't going to lie to you. I think only thing I really gained from the first time going to jail was just growing up. I got you. Just right. realizing that I can take care of myself. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I was really able to be put somewhere where I had nobody but me and and make it out. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And it kind of, I'm not going to lie, it kind of made me worse in a sense. <laughs> it kind of gave you that. Yeah. They up, tell like, you, yeah, they tell you, it's either going to make, you know, it's going to make you. This way. Yeah, you can go. You gonna go this way. You gonna go this way. You are gonna come out a better person, or you gonna come out a, a harder dude, more like you know what I'm saying. Streets and shit. And I think it just kind of made me more like harder. Right. Uh, you know, I didn't. I took less shit. You know. Right. But I have more respect. I tell you that. Well, that's one thing I did learn there is that you know you gonna respect somebody. You know, what I mean, my grandma always told me that, and I did learn that in there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. You, you, it ain't gonna be the police. It ain't gonna be if you don't listen to anybody. It's gonna end up being somebody that's just like you. That's, that's going right. that you're gonna end up having to listen to. That's right. You know what I mean? Right. And that's why I really didn't like. I don't wanna listen to nobody. Man, we were saying age, or you might be younger than me, or you know what I'm saying. You were. Sometimes it be some old dude that you know, that smoker or something. you better You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't wanna listen to these people, man. And that's what I learned for the first time was just like, I could take care of myself, but I definitely learned that I didn't want to go in there. And I had to learn how to respect. I was young the first time when I was I was hella young, so I still had a lot of growing to do, you know. Right, right. That's facts. That's facts. So how did you maintain positive thoughts and focus? You know what I'm saying to come out and continue. You know what I mean? Because I I haven't been in jail myself. Unfortunately, not saying I, I couldn't have been in there. You know, I've yeah. done some things. I definitely could have landed, but 
God kept me out. But just talking to people that have been in there, I, for some people, it could be really dark. Yeah, definitely. So how did you maintain focus and, and positive mindset? Yeah. I, to be honest, I just kind of like thought outside the box. I kind of like visualized and I just planned and I, you know, I would go over things in my head of how things should go. Um, the way I was going to conduct myself, yeah. you know, um, just brain, a lot of brainstorming, man. I, and I, and I wrote a lot of music inside. Uh, yeah. Inside. I wrote a lot of music. I would think I would literally think of like favorite songs in my head and then like try to block the words out and I'll write to that beat. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like just stuff like that. And I would just try to tell myself I'm different. Like I'm not supposed to be here. Like this ain't me. Like right. you know, eighty five of the percent of these people they don't mind being here. Right, not me. I I mind being here. I know that I'm supposed to be something greater than this, right. and this is a complete waste of my time. Right. So instead of letting it be a waste of my time, I'm gonna go hard. I'm gonna write. I'm a I'm a plot. I'm gonna set. Tell me, I reinvented myself. You know, I, I, like I, I was going by my hood name. Yeah. You know, I changed it up. You That's know, right. came right. with something different that was gonna be you know catchy to the ear. Who is this dude? Right. You know what I'm saying. Right. Also, my name was connected to you know all the little stuff that was going on. Right. So I wanted to shake that image too and be more professional. Facts. And, and really have a brand and like push myself. Right. And that's what that's what it was. And that's just. I worked out every day when I came out. I was very skinny than this. Right. I, I was running three miles a day. Like, right. I just had a different vision and perspective. I wanted to get out and just start grinding. Right. And like, that's what kept me positive was just thinking about what I was gonna do when I got out. You know what I mean? Facts. Facts. So with that, making that transition from, you know, the streets to career. Yeah. I know there's a certain code. You still gotta love your hood. You gotta yeah, love right. your, where you from. Right. You gotta love, you know, your shit, but at the same time, you're moving on. Yeah. Not trying to just be a, a corner or a block boy. Definitely. So making that transition, how, how was it difficult along the way, or how, what problems did you face? It's still difficult to this day, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, you yeah. know. Uh, you know, I, I'm trying to make it to the top, man, and be successful, but yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie and, and, and in front to you, like I won't blow all this right in a blink of an eye over the wrong situation. Respect or some you shit. You feel me? Yeah. Like yeah. so, that's why I say it's still a struggle at this point now because right. you know I got I got family, I got you know my cousin, I got right. I got niggas I love out here that I move with that I I can't take no L. Right. Facts. You right. know what I'm saying? Facts. I can't lose this man. Right. I can't lose. Like what if I'm with my kids? Something go that I can. You know, there's certain situations where. Just as a man, yeah, like, I, yeah, I would pop off. Yeah, it's, it's it. I don't care. So that that's the only that's the only type of thing. But as far as the game bang and all that, I kind of like just like it's always gonna be what it is. But I always tell people there's two type of things. You got game bangers. You got gang members. Gotcha. You feel me? Saying yeah, right. I'm not out here pressing shit. Right. Where you from, bro? All that like that's for the birds and and not really for the birds. It's just for the niggas that is still on that level, bro. right? Right. Like you feel me? Because right. I'm not even gonna say it for the birds because I, I was there. I had you know everybody got to do that. Right. You know if you want right. to you want to do this stuff, you gonna you gonna have to go out there and trip on some shit. Right. Like that's just part of the program. Right. You feel me? But I'm at an age. <laughs> I'm at an age. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not doing none of that. Right. I'm a game member. I'm from it. I never got put off it, and I'm the realest from it. Right. Like yeah, and all my niggas know me and love me and, and love everything that I did inside the game man culture and outside of that on a family level. You feel me? Right. So. The transition is it's it's always a process just because that's it's like when you, you can't you can take a tiger out the jungle but you can't take the jungle out the tiger, you feel me? So like I'm here with you but I'm still there, like right. you know what I'm saying? And right. I and I don't mind being back there. You drop me back there right now, I will survive, like you know what I mean? Right. So I mean, 
it's just a process, and I think it forever. Yeah. You whenever you're from somewhere like that, you will forever deal with that process. Right. But and, and you just just learning from the, yeah. the people that's above you, unfortunately. Right. You're yeah. always gonna get you know mixed, stay connected. Right. And maybe that was a, 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 a what's it called a not a flaw but a mistake of his. Yeah. Stay so connected because he try to be that real nigga and right. still stay around. Yeah. yeah. And you know, and he's and not out there tripping on shit. He's not out there tripping on shit. On people, like you feel me? So, so it's like that's just how it goes. How do you separate? You know, thirty-three. He, he died very young, and on the brink of, you know, doing some real shit. Yeah, you I mean, the only way you separate, to be honest, is to really separate. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. And to be real, real can't separate. I feel you. you know what I mean? I feel you. I feel you. That's facts. That's facts. It's a fine line, man. It's yeah. a fine line, real. So let's talk about CFN. Yes, sir. Came from nothing. So many of us relate to that, man. Like, yeah. Minority. Black, masculine, everybody. You know, so many of us, for sure, I know there's poor white people too, but us, we, a majority of us, right. from nothing. Nothing. So, I want to, it's dope, by the way. I'm Thanks, you, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, how'd you, how'd you come up with it? Because um, basically, like, all right, came, came from nothing is like a moniker or whatever, like, uh, what do you say, uh, like, found your way or anything. Right, right. Like, you know, it, yeah, whatever, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But you hear, you hear so many people say it, but it's a truth reality, you know what I'm saying? I felt like that's something that I could really push in my narrative and the way I live life, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. And my upbringing, that's, that's basically the style of my music is all about, you know, coming from nothing, you know right. what I'm saying? And it's, it's not even particularly just about being poor. It's about, uh, you know, like suffering from depression or, mm. you know what I'm saying, being bullied, you know what I'm saying? Problems. Just... just yeah, different problems. We're going through divorces. Right. You know, going through a hard divorce where you lost everything and then Damn. you had to climb up out that that hole and, and get you, you buy you another house. And get, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Or losing your kids. People right. that lost their kids or suffering from a drug battle that, right. you know, addiction, you know, got past addiction. Yeah. Like, that's what came from nothing is. It's all of that. That's dope, it's not man. just about being poor because rich people are coming from nothing. Yeah, yeah. You feel I me? Earlier, for real, it's it's, like this is would be rich as hell and and really be be fucked up, really be slumming it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. True. And for, if long as the thing about it is coming from nothing is not an accident. You got to grind. You got to do what you got to do. You got to. You really got to do it. That's right. You know what I mean? You don't just, it's come from, coming from nothing doesn't just come from nothing. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really got to go hard. You got to attack. You got to try to get it. You got to struggle. You got to persevere. Right. And get to where you got to go. And that's what this represents. It shows, CFN shows that you're a fighter through life. Right. That you're a survivor. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're a survivalist. You know what I'm saying? Anywhere you go, you're going to come from it. You know what I'm saying? They could drop you in a, the darkest hole in the middle of the world. You're going to come out that motherfucker. You know Facts. what I'm saying? Facts. Because you came from nothing. We're built for this shit. Facts. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter who you are, what race, what your creed, whatever, whatever you went through. If you can come about it and you can really gear up and come about it, you're coming from nothing. You feel me? That's CFM shit. That's 100. That's 100. Yes, sir. And being a real nigga, Maserati, he blessed me with the shirt. Yeah, man. You yeah, got a website? No, I got all at me directly on Instagram. You Reach me on Instagram, y'all. Follow me on Instagram. Get your thing from nothing. Yes, sir. CFN, you feel me? Underscore Mozzie3700. Tap in. Get that. Buy directly through me. I'm not like these other niggas going to see you through these little websites and all that where you never see these niggas, but you're giving them your money. You can really pull up on me. And I'm gonna give you that joint. I might even slide you an extra one. I'm a real one, like you feel me? That's right. That's right. Respect it. Respect it. So man, love the name Maserati. Thanks, bro. Your nickname Mozzie. Yeah. 
You share that name with another yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Have, have, have any been problems with that of later? Do you foresee anything? Nah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it should be a problem because really I'm Maserati Blue. Like, right, right. I don't really rap as Mozzie. I don't really, like, go by Mozzie. That's just, like, like a nickname. Yeah, right. So nobody has to sit there, hey, Maserati. Like, I'm right. not trying to. Right. You know what I mean? So, right. yeah, it's more like a uh, nickname. You know what I'm saying? And. I think it's dope though, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Because I'm already blue and then he's a dog move, you know what right, I'm saying? Exactly. So that's dope. Like, so what, maybe one day we might go, so like, yeah, right. and shit, yeah. you know, Mozzie Red and Blue type shit. You feel me? Like, that'd be crazy. Like, you feel me? So, like, I, you know, I, I think about that type of stuff. Yeah. I'm not a hater. I got, I got little brothers that's dog moves and stuff yeah, like yeah, that too. So, definitely. you know, I'm never tripping on that. Like, you feel me? I love working with anybody that's just trying to, and not, you know, he go crazy. Right. But I'm not gonna lie, like, when I first heard about, I think, uh, I had, we, he was in LA and we was going to a, a studio in Hollywood and uh, we, they was, the homie was bumping him and he was like, yeah, we just met this nigga at the, at the same studio about to go through uh, last night. Damn. And they was laughing. He was like, this nigga named Mozzie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so they were like, you know, shooting their shit. Yeah. But I, when I was listening to him, like, I couldn't hate. I was like, bro, hard. Hard, yeah. This nigga hard. Like, you feel me? <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, I just started hearing him all over the place. But I, yeah. it's like one of those situations where you feel like you were the first nigga. First one yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, I already knew about bro. Like, you feel yeah. me? Yeah. But I was already, like, going by Mozzie before. I, I'm pretty sure he's been going by Mozzie for longest so right. I don't know who had it first but I mean shit salute to that nigga doing his shit that part you know saying keep it up cap you feel me that part that part your name though you told me how you ride it but tell the people man I think they need to hear that man yeah. your, your whole meaning behind so, Maserati uh, Maserati was just like I said when I was in prison man I was doing a big tage I didn't want to come out all big tage you know on some yeah. gangster shit yeah. and all that like, I wanted to come like on some real marketable type you know business shit yeah. And so I was just like wanting to think of something real clean sounding, like Chris to the ear. Like I really thought yeah, like that, like yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. That intricate when I was because you don't got nothing but time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like I'm going through a little book and all that too. Like, you know, I see the Maserati, like, oh, that's clean, like, you know what I'm saying? So right. like I, I I I like that. This high sound Maserati, like I like the logo, the M, because like you know, I'll throw up the M, that's from my hood. Like that that made sense to me. So it was like all these like subliminal things. And so I started, you know how when you like something, you start thinking how it relates to you. Right. So I was like, yeah, you know, I got, yeah, I'm driven, I got drive, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm like a Maserati, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. so like, then I was like, yeah, I'm good with that. And I was like, oh, boy, I just don't want to be called Maserati. Like, I want to like, you know, change it up. So I was like, you know, you know, it's crib. Like, so I was like, nigga, Maserati blue. And so I was just playing with niggas on the yard though. Like, yeah, yeah bro, like I changed my rap name, Maserati blue. And then it was like, oh, that's cold. Like, yeah, like, nigga, it's fucking with me. So, yeah, so I was like, yeah, nigga, it's fucking. Like, nigga, I'm gonna go with this. Like, when I get out, I'm gonna start a nigga out. And I'll start calling niggas on my cell phone and shit. Like, yeah, nigga, I'm out of right blue now. You better let niggas know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just had to, like, cheat code and stuff and shit. Like, you feel me? Nigga, yeah, I'm glad. That's how I got my shit, though. I love that. Fucking with it. Fucking with it. So, for everybody that haven't heard your music, what's a song you will point to them be like, check that joint out? I guarantee you, you gonna fuck with me after that. Um, I would go with my uh, first song that I dropped was myself that I just dropped like maybe like what was it, like like two months three months ago, and um, just because basically it's more like just from the heart like you know what I mean you can really kind of get to know me just through that song you feel me yeah all my other shit like you get to know me too but that shit is just real genuine you right. know what I mean and right. like that's where I would want you to start. Right, start yeah, right, start there, and then you can move along to the other shit. You know, right. what I'm what's the name of that song? So we can get right. myself, myself, check right. it out. You got the uh, video on YouTube or my YouTube channel, Maserati Blue. You feel right. me? Check that subscribe.
So are you dropping another project pretty soon? A full EP album? What's uh, working on my album right now. It came for nothing. That's my album I'm working on. You know, right with the brand. You feel me? That's right. So, uh, you know, just with my team, my cousin, like, you know what I'm saying? We in the studio constantly just building. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get, you know, work the kinks out, get everything right. We don't want to put out nothing that's not, you know, extraordinary. You feel me? Shout out to the gang. You know, we don't want to put nothing out that's, not it you know what i'm right. saying so you know we've got a real good game plan so that's what we're doing right now we're just working out the kinks getting everything ready um in between time just dropping content right videos you know little stuff just to keep everybody entertained gotcha. um you know i got my single out with dw flame you know what i'm saying right check that and, out y'all yeah i got that you know check that out i got the video out on youtube as well but it's also on all streaming platforms you know what i'm saying it's called they know with dw flame also, we'll be performing out uh, on the 14th. Hey, I'm you know Yeah, yeah. So, so where are we at? At the Palace in Upland. The Palace, Palace in Upland. Upland. Hold up. Uh, DW's Flames going to be there. Uh, I will be performing my song. They know with him, you feel me? Yeah. Uh, right before his set, then he going to do his shit and light the stage on fire, as he always does, you <laughs> feel me? Yeah, That's yeah. my nigga. So, yeah. you know, like, we, we working. So, that uh, y'all probably get the album, though, like, I'm thinking like November, December. Okay, bad, bad. Look yeah. out for that. December, yeah, November, that. December. Yes, Look out sir. For the album, yo. Um, in rap, so I don't know how old you are, but who's the people that influence you most in rap? As far as who you listen to, who you want to not be like, but pattern yourself after some the way they moved in the game or a rap label. Yeah. Like, who influenced you the most? Um, as far as just some rapping shit, yeah. I would say like Ice Cube and then Eminem. You feel me? That's like on some rap and shit. Mm-hmm. Like on some lyrics and shit. That's right. how I learned bars. And like, I love how Eminem have bars. Like, you listen to my songs, I got like bars. Like, you listen, like, that's what I'm into. Right. And then I got Ice Cube because he was just like cut, though. I didn't even give a fuck. Like, you know, when I was a kid, I used to be him. I'm like, damn. Like, in my head, I was like, this dude don't care. Like, you know what I'm saying? This dude crazy as hell. And, but um, as far as like a business aspect, I always looked up to uh, Jay Z and Dame Dash. You know what I'm saying? I just love the way they carried themselves, their whole demeanor, the way they moved through the through the uh, game and all that. Like, they was just different. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know how you got famous niggas, but it was like they was a different type of famous nigga. Yeah, yeah, And, you know, they was really doing business. They had clothes. They had alcohol. They had movies. Like, these niggas was really hustling. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I love that shit. Like, that's who I really, like, I looked up to that. Like, I watched the, uh, you know, backstage shit, all that that's shit, bro. Like, you know what I like that was the type of shit that like made me want to grind. Like I want to be like that. I want to be with my niggas backstage, yeah. niggas shooting dice, right. freestyling, slapping right. bitches' asses, yeah. like running down the hallway. Man. You know what I mean? Little dumb shit. Like man, live, but live my life. But we really out here getting bread. But yeah, yeah, yeah. On God, like just that whole business aspect. That's how it seemed. Right. You know I mean? Man, they had a gang of niggas that was eating. Man, everybody was eating. Everybody they was eating. The whole team. Everybody was eating. Everybody was looking good. Everybody had a certain way they they act. Everybody. Like when you was fucking when Rockefeller was right there. Like, the whole team. It was different than all the other niggas. The whole time. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they definitely drove me to really want to be on, like, famous on the famous shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? First, I was just a rapper, backpacker. Like, right. you know, I just like the flame shit and rap. You right. know what I mean? But right. when, when I started watching them, that was like, oh, I want to be famous. You look at other dynasties like Death Row, for instance. Death Row was a dynasty, but they niggas wasn't paid. Yeah, like they didn't have money. They said they sell. They was getting cars and other shit. Mm-hmm. They had no fucking money. No, no, no real money. Whole bleak, dipset, 
beans, free, oh, a meal. Everybody had cake. Right? Yeah, everybody was, was eating over there. It was eating. All had money. It was eating. Big money. It was eating. You know, the was all fresh. Fresh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, these niggas, fashion show. They was like the first niggas to really be like talking shit about niggas' fashion and like right. niggas that was like, you know, looking yeah, bummy and right, shit. Right. Like, they started yeah, like, they was talking that shit. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? So, like, that's what made me turn it up. Like, Start dressing like that on a regular day basis, right. like niggas right. outside, like you know, right. rocking wearing down and all that. But you know, hopping on the bus, we had cars there. Yeah. Niggas was fresh because like we just wanted that. Like that's that's when I knew like about an image. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like an image. Like you got everything. Your image, like yo, you gotta sell yourself with that image because that's what was that's what really was working for them. Their image, like the right. image was just crazy. You know what right. I'm saying? So, right. So who who would you as far as patterning yourself? You know. Rap. Obviously, you can rap forever, but do you want to really? No. Nah. Some of the other things <laughs> you want to jump into, you feel me? Let's say you make it to a certain level on rap. You know, is it acting? Is it producing? What do you want to jump into? I definitely want to act, bro. I definitely like to act. I definitely want to hop into management. You know what I'm saying? I, I honestly do got like a little passion for managing. You feel yeah. me? But, you know, I still got my, my passion for music. Trumps my management for, I mean, my, yeah, my, you know, you know, I get you, I get you. I get you. <laughs> but either way, like, I would really really manage shit, but I want to act, because when I was a kid, I was kind of like a child actor and shit, I used to right. do all little auditions, I never got, like, no big parts and shit, but, like, I was, like, in extras and videos and shit like that. Right. So also, like, I got to see how, like, video, actual, like, real videos worked with wardrobes and key grips and, yeah. you know, these, like, all the, all the real big shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, I seen that shit. I've been on movie sets. So, I always wanted to be, a, like, an actor. And that's why I'm, I, to me, I feel like that's why my music's so good is because, to me, each song is like a a, a, a scene. Scene from a movie. Yeah, and mm. you got to act that shit. You got to portray it. You got to gotta feel it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you got to hear it in your voice. Like, you don't just say it regularly. You got to say it. Like, right. you know what I mean? Right. So, like, that... That made me want to act, and then also I smoke weed like a motherfucker. So me too. Of course, I would, I would have like a dispensary or three, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? Five, yeah, five, right? Hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you gotta have a legal weed all over the place. You feel me? Right. See, I've been on the glass. You know what I'm saying? Big blessing, man. Big blessing. I seen him. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. Yes, sir. Give me your top ten, man. Top ten. Dang, all that's time. a long list. Dead or alive. I know it's hard. Sheesh. Man, exactly. All right, man. Yeah. Uh, so we should start what for ten? Yeah. Man, that's a long list. If you can't order it, you can just name ten. I'm just gonna name niggas. I like yeah. J. Cole. Yes. I really fuck with J. Cole. Yes. I really oh. fuck with Kendrick. Mm-hmm. That means crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh fuck. Let's see. So many niggas. Jay Z obviously. Mm-hmm. I fuck with Biggie. Mm-hmm. I fuck with Pac, but on the on the on the limb, like I fuck with Pac, but not as much as everybody else fuck with Pac. Right. But I fuck with Pac. You feel me? Right. Uh, let's see who else we really fucking with out here. Let's see. You said Dead or Alive. Mm, that's five. Mm-hmm. Who else we really fucking Eminem? Obviously, got to close you know what I'm saying? Uh, who else is great? I want to think of like some real great niggas, like too. Like you feel me? Like yeah. out the box niggas, man. Who's some niggas, man? Uh, fuck. Yeah. 
Who you think? Who you think? Andre 2000. Oh, yeah. Andre 2000. Yeah, yeah. Andre 2000. Yeah, but he underrated. Andre 2000. Enough niggas don't talk about him. Lil Wayne for sure. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne had his own, his whole dynasty. He had a run. He was a whole run by himself. Drake. Obviously, that nigga is savage. They be hating on Drake. And man. just on, just on a curveball, just kind of really fuck with this nigga, and he hard as fuck. Big Sean, that nigga Sean is hard. That nigga, that nigga, that nigga is hard as fuck. He's underrated. I'm just gonna throw him in a ten just to piss niggas off. Right? I know some niggas like, what the what hell, no, Big Sean, that nigga's hard. Fuck. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Listen to that nigga's catalog, that nigga's dope. He's hard as shit. Definitely Big Sean. That's one that you right. That's yeah, not yeah. it. Andre 2000 and Big Sean, them two cats I ain't talked about enough. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You gotta listen to Big Sean. That nigga hard. He hard. hard. Play is fucking crazy. I just started listening to Big Sean maybe like three years ago. You, that nigga word play is insane. It is. And I even like the box with Murder Talk. Yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. yeah M shout out Big Sean all the time. Yeah, when M shout you out, you know, you know what I'm saying, you ain't no joke. No, yeah, you hard. You know, anybody who fuck with you, little cats like Big Sean, Jordan Lucas, all these type of niggas that are Eminem proteges. I, I, I think even even uh, Jordan Lucas, oh God, that'd be the hard. Hard, hard. But most niggas that's like hard and different like that, they always get hated on. Because like, they view this weird. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're 20. Nah, the niggas. But nah, he just got bars, bro. He's just creative in the way. That he, it's just a different word pattern, and the way he do it is just different. Everybody ain't gotta be hard and or, or tough or, 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 or killer. Kill exactly. You ain't just because you ain't a killer or you hard, you ain't tough out there in the streets. Don't mean you ain't hard right. on the mic. Exactly, because they creative as fuck. You know what I'm saying? All you shit on the mic for sure, for sure, man. So I'm sorry, y'all, about the, my tail. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I throw a little wrench in there. Is that okay? Okay, okay, Big Sean. Oh, no, I like that. I respect that. Shout out to Big Sean. Shout out to Big Sean. Andre 3000. Yeah, Andre 3000 for sure. All the greats. We want to thank y'all for watching once again. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, HNS420. Politicinform.com. The YouTube channel. Subscribe and like. Politic and broadcasting. Follow my man Maserati Blue. Yes, sir. Follow me, CFN underscore Mazi thirty seven hundred. You feel me? This is my cousin right here. Sam. Follow him. Sam dot four one five. You feel me? With hella bros. You know what I'm saying Sam spelled I S S A M. You feel me? And Mazi spelled M A Z I. Y'all get y'all spelling check up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now I've never. You'll be the first one to ask to do this. So I'm gonna ask if you could just spit a little some acapella. Yeah, yeah, you know I don't, I ain't got no beat for you today, but you the first one go acapella. So and you can start and end. I'm gonna do a beat. I can pull out. Oh, you okay? Yeah, let's get a beat going. I, I gotta have you spit, man. Uh, put on, uh, put on a little dirt and motherfucking. Uh, what's it? Little dirt and motherfucking. Look, I got one for you. A meek meal. Ooh, little dirt. Easy. Okay. No dark hard too. Yeah. Yeah. He reinvented himself, man. He did. He did. He reinvented I'm fuck with him hard. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I, mean, I like I fuck with any young niggas that's just like being themselves. Exactly. And and being ignorant and fucking the world over, like and getting their bread. Getting their bread. How could you hate on that? That's what they don't want niggas to do. It get bread. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't want niggas to get bread, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Yeah. Hey, these niggas don't wanna see a nigga get bread. If they don't fuck them, then it's off with their head. Nigga, I.
Rather be fucking bitches instead. Y'all niggas always trying to fuck up my common sense. Chilling with my real nigga, talking about the politics. If you wanna talk that shit, I'll put it right real quick. Take off your top, then probably get some top real quick. Real last nigga, yeah. Real last nigga, can't say that shit enough, boy. Trying to be a nigga about the money, fuck a tough boy. Nigga trying to get it clean, nigga don't scuff a nigga. Nigga, if I got you, nigga, guaranteed I'll rough a nigga up, ayy. Where the cheese at, ayy? All my niggas getting bread, where the cheese at, ayy? If I know the block, where the enemies at, ayy? We can smoke some pack tonight, where the trees at? Yeah, niggas wanna take the flame away, yeah, ayy. I tell them niggas, fuck them niggas every day. They won't never take the gang away, yeah. Motherfucker running shit like the Summer Olympics, nigga, and they won't take the flame away, yeah. It got me feeling like a torch, nigga. Granny hate it when I'm hopping off the porch, nigga. But she love me when I pull up in that porch, nigga. Hey, give my brother a new horse, nigga. Fuck it. No air, but it's forced, nigga. Fuck it. Everything that I do is for the public, hey. I don't give a fuck. My niggas really love it, hey. Told my bitch she better call me by my government. My hood name probably get me in trouble, bitch. If I touch it with some money, I'ma double it. Rest Push the Nipsey, guaranteed I hustle, bitch. How I got so many bars, I don't know. A nigga tell me spit it, I'ma fucking just glow. Hey, I don't be fitted from my head to my toe. Look, I seen Jay-Z and Dang Dash do it, yo. Hey, why well, I gotta rap? Try to let them know it's freestyle. Say some shit in the interview and give them a little free trial. Niggas wanna see me get it, really they gon' see me smile. Cause I'm laughing to the bay, nigga, I was living wild. See a fan came from nothing, nigga, I was in the slums. My nigga wasn't Sacramento. I'm going down. Oh, sorry, it was Frisco. Niggas getting money, my nigga. I'm blowing off the disco. Seen so many lights in my shine, nigga. Must the disco. Niggas trying to get me no. They will never diss, bro. Nigga, it's double lessons to talk to the real, though. Hey, nigga, shout out to the real, though. And niggas, when they say I'm stopping, I'm not stopping. Old school baller niggas call me Bill Walton. So high, skywalking. Call me Lou Skywalker. Big talking, hit y'all niggas in your house. I'm a fucker. I mean, I'm a Fucker. Can't flush the shit with the thumbs, fucker. If you get it, nigga, if you live it, nigga, I understand, did it when I was fresh up out of prison, nigga. Real nigga driven, I just had the ambition, nigga. Magic Richard, nigga, that's what I did. Came for nothing, Southside, it's the red, fuck it. <laughs> my guy came yeah, in. My bad, my bad, my bad. I like the real good freestyles, bro, because niggas be doing the real, and I just like to be. No, that was it. Freestyle. Joey and Dope, too. Came and gave us the bars, man. man. Why you do that to us, man? He my bad, my bad. Bars, hey. man. I appreciate it, man. So I love, man. You gotta, when you do it for your people, you got to give them everything, not just like half ass, you feel me? Man, so fuck with the movement, man. Fuck with my guy over here, yeah, man. Gang. You know what I'm saying? He coming out with new shit, albums, new clothing line. Fuck with him. CFN in the building. And we want to thank y'all for watching the High Running Podcast again. It feels good to be back. Y'all be safe out there. Stay away from that COVID shit. Get, get the fuck away yeah, from that. Man, stay safe. Stay safe, y'all. Thank y'all. Appreciate it. We gone. Gang. Oh, shit. That's that. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's how, uh, you know, it's good to do interviews because it kind of get people more in 